Welcome to Braveheart Conversations. I'm Jillian Aurora, and this is my beautiful co-host, Marie Wallace. Hi, everybody. We're super happy to be here with you again, live in person, not on Zoom. Yay for that. <laughs> um, all right. So I want to welcome everybody who is here with us today, whether that is on Facebook, we're here live every week on Thursday mornings, or if you're joining us on a replay on Podbean, Spotify, iTunes, all the places. You can also find us in our group, Braveheart Conversations on Facebook. And you can find replays there or join in discussions, and we'd love to have you there. Um, this morning, we are going to be talking about, you know, no surprise, the election and, and all of the emotions that have come up uh, since that, um, that decision has, well, I guess I should say it hasn't officially been made. I think he's projected. Is that what yeah. it's still? Yeah. He's still president-elect. Yeah. Or uh, projected winner. Projected winner. Um, so there's a lot of feelings a lot of feelings for people, a lot of conflict around the election, a lot of conflict in America in general. And um, there's a couple of things that have been really deeply concerning to me. Um, obviously, politics has been concerning to a lot of people in general, but I feel for me, the way that conflict has been going is deeply mm -hmm. concerning. I think that conflict is very healthy. We've talked about that before. It's really healthy to have uh, uh, really provoking, thought-provoking discussions and curious discussions. Um, it's, it's great to disagree. Mm -hmm. um, but when we start getting into accusations and name calling and some of the nastiness, um, that's not productive and, and it gets pretty concerning. And what I've seen is um, a, a deep lack of understanding or, or any kind of curiosity for the other side. And what I'm seeing is, you know, if you're on my side, you are for everything good. And if you are not on my side, you are evil, you are wrong, um, and you are just depraved morally. Mm -hmm. And um, what is deeply concerning to me about that is, is I really believe that is how violence and civil wars begin, is when we dehumanize the other side and we make them bad and wrong and we make them in, into monsters. So, um, you know, we've, we've talked about, you know, a little of this before we've touched on this theme, but I really do believe that when, um, we are in the midst of something like this, we're seeing our leaders not act in a unified way, mm -hmm. but we can choose to act in unity. We can choose, uh, we can choose to not be hateful. Mm -hmm. We can choose to say, I don't agree with someone else's values. I have a different stance, but that doesn't make them bad and wrong and evil. Um, and right now, what I'm hearing on the, the two sides, which I believe are illusions, by the way, and we can get into that a little bit more later as well. But when we see, you know, Biden, you know, they're baby killers and Trump, they are um, racist. You know, we're making them morally wrong. We're making the other side bad. And when we do that, there are consequences. And I think we also get to look at, do we really want people just being coerced into doing things our way? Mm. 
do we really want our way by force? Yeah. Because that's what I'm seeing. I'm seeing people not have true discussions. They want compliance. And uh, that's scary. It's super scary. And not unifying. I think if you realize that we're all connected and that we're all on this journey together, it, it's a different perspective. But but even just bringing it to what you were saying, the rich conversations you can have when you open up your heart to look to understand someone and why they believe. I've had some amazing conversations from people on both sides when we're both open to that possibility of of hearing each other. Because mm-hmm. it's not what we ultimately want to hear each other. Because bullying, just as you were saying, bullying on either side, it just shuts me down. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't it doesn't leave room for that possibility of connection and growth and unifying and bringing our... I mean, we are the United States of America. And the only way that we are going to bring it back to the United States of America is doing... Yeah, and I think remembering that we are all really on the same side. You know, we really want the same things. We want we want a healthy country. We, we want a healthy economy. We want jobs, um, things for our families. We, we want equality. We, we mm-hmm. want the same things. Um, we disagree on how we get there. Um, but I'm going to relate this to, you know, something that's near and dear to my heart. So I'm, I'm very much an activist for... Uh, women's equality, right? That's that's something mm-hmm. that has been um, part of my path and part Me of what too. I was placed on this planet to do and be. And so when I think in terms of that topic, um, the, uh, the temptation is to get to what I want through hatred, right? I see that everywhere. I see people um, demonizing the other side, or in that case, the other sex, the other gender. So, you know, all men are bad. Um, Or, you know, really, really uh, seeking for women's domination instead Mm. of women's equality. And so that can be a temptation, I think, in any arena. But I believe we get to transcend that by saying, I know we're not enemies. We're not on different sides. We want the same thing. I truly believe that men and women deeply want connection. Mm -hmm. And we've been both victimized by a lot of programming. And it's not men's fault that they're programmed and it's not women's fault that they're programmed. We are and we are all responsible for healing it and dealing with it. And I don't believe that this is any different. So we all have an opportunity now as Americans to transcend this pain and these differences. And we can get there either through curious conversation where we have true empathy for each other and we see each other's side, uh, viewpoints or we can get there by force. I don't believe in either scenario, whether we're talking about women's rights or we're talking about any of these other political issues, we will not be satisfied if we get there by force. No. So, you know, I want to talk about when uh, slavery was abolished, okay? Um, What do we truly deeply want? We want people that believe in each other's equality, right? Um, But many slave owners got there by force. Mm -hmm. Now... Was that a solution? Yes, it was a start of a solution because no one should be a slave, just like no woman should be property. Um, so yes, there are some things that we get to do by force. 
whether you want it or not, there's not going to be slavery and there's not going to be people that are owned for any reason. However, what we truly want is not just people that get there by coercion. We actually want people who believe in equality and we don't get there by telling them they have to be. We get there by honest, open conversations that are hard to mm. have. They're hard to stomach. They're triggering. Um, we get there because we remain open and loving. Not because we tell them that you know they're threatened. They're not mm -hmm. going to have. Uh, they're not going to be loved. They're not going to be accepted. They're rejected. That's not the way that we get people <laughs> to, <laughs> to the place. No. No, it's just, it's not, it's not a good productive solution. And doesn't mean it's not going to be frustrating or confusing, even sometimes overwhelming, but it allows you to grow. You can grow your edges, those places that you feel that are stopped. You can grow those edges and hear from another perspective. Um, it, I asked, uh, I have asked along this journey, different people, well, why do you believe what you do? And it, because their opinions were different than mine, and it was really phenomenal to hear their side. Doesn't mean I have to agree, doesn't mean, at, at, you know, it doesn't mean anything except that I am open to, to hearing another human being say why they believe what they believe. And I can take that in and, and maybe use it because in some cases I'm going, I've never thought of it that way. Mm -hmm. And there are other times where I go, well, you know, I'm, I'm glad you told me what you believe. And there are other times when you go, that's very frustrating. But it doesn't mean I'm dishonoring of that person. And I think that's the, the edge that we're, we're messing with is, is dehumanizing people, dishonoring them. Um, and segregation. Them. Segregation. We are segregating ourselves. Mm -hmm. um, we are. Swimming. You're right. I'm wrong. Yeah. Yeah, and I see it in. Um, <laughs> we're physically changing where we live. You know, mm -hmm. we are going into. Well, I want to live in a red state. I want to live in a blue state. I want to live in a. Uh, red city or blue city like that's mm. that is deeply concerning the neighborhoods we live in even now the social media how many of us now are like well i'm gonna go to parlor <laughs> right and now we're gonna have two uh, very different uh locations that people are which is deeply concerning to me that um we are gonna have less and less um uh, meeting in the middle and and diversity of opinions mm. i value that I really value that and there's less and less places where I can I can have that because people are segregating themselves so deeply and um, I uh, I think there's less and less value of differences hmm. and isn't that what we're all about here in America it's sort of this is a interesting it reminds me of teenagers how as teenagers we tr struggle to be so different than the other people right and then what do we end up doing we end up looking all the same being all the same right and if you're not the same then you then you exclude yourself or you do something different and and the beauty is in having that diverse the diverse opinions mm -hmm. the diverse style the diverse things because it's I don't know it's a more rich experience it is it is and you know, I had some really, really strong opinions, still have strong opinions, but 
Um, I can remember growing up and seeing things one way and then getting a totally different experience when, um, you know, I started working in a field where I saw people in poverty and I saw mm. people that had come, you know, children that had come from abusive homes and, um, and drug addiction. Mm-hmm. And I saw people in a very different light than what I had before. And that ability to be open to other experiences and seeing seeing things from more of an empathetic light is mm-hmm. really really deeply important um, just because my experience has been one way and my reality is colored in one particular way doesn't mean that that's reality for everyone mm-hmm. and I I am benefited um, when I can see the complexity of truth in everybody and their their different experiences um, we live in a really big world mm-hmm. and our experiences are so different by class, by gender, by race, by you know country that we grow up, even in the, the cities or the states mm-hmm. that we're, we're so diverse. And instead of shutting that out and, and saying that we're all going to just, you know, anything that's outside of my realm of reasoning and experience is wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that's sad. I, and I, I truly think that we, we have a lot more common ground than we think. We, we want the same things very often. You know, um, let's, let's pick a huge hot topic, abortion. Like, nobody wants to kill, nobody, nobody, nobody wants to kill babies. No. If we could come together and we could actually find solutions that would prevent abortions instead of just making it illegal like we could actually do that mm-hmm. but um you know in the past if you read the book the big sort it actually talks about how legislation has been shut down that actually would limit um abortions from happening it just it was not it, it didn't uh, fit in the partisan boxes and it mm. wasn't part of the fight um that we make it into so no, do, nor do we have the education we need to have other options as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, just I, I just know so many scenarios where even adoption wasn't considered as an option because they had not had enough education or whatever the thing is. Is Sometimes it's just a lack of either understanding the sides or the consequences or and seeing that there's another choice. Mm-hmm. So there's always more choices to sometimes... Like you said, we we don't have a yeah. I think so often there's an illusion of two choices, and there's more. There's always more. There's always, always a, a third choice, a, a third option that we're not seeing. Um, and this is the beauty in mediation. I love this when I have two people in the room and they are you know set on their way, and then um, you know we keep talking, and there's more solutions that all out. Um, but you got to get that conversation started and you got to put the hatred away. <laughs> like that's so important. You got to, you got to bring your curiosity back to life. Um, and there, there's always another solution. I think that's, I love that you said that because sometimes people hang on to their way. Um, even, let's use COVID as an example. Like people were holding on to that life's going to get back to normal. Right. And mm-hmm. 
and it, it never did and never would. But the longer we hold on to it, the more we're closing ourselves off to other possibilities, other solutions. And I call myself the queen of possibilities because someone will say no and you're going, well, there's yes and no and then there's maybe. <laughs> and then there's always that other way that we haven't thought of. But if we're hanging so hard onto the way things used to be or the way things are or the way things should be, we're not leaving ourselves open for other possibilities or new solutions or new ways of doing things. And, um, and, and we suffer from that. We continue to hold on to the pain instead of transcend that pain. Because when we let go and we feel the feelings, the, the anger, the frustration, all those things about what's happening, we leave room for creation. And when we have creation, we get to um, use our energy in a whole new way, in a more positive way. And so, hey, I guess I got excited about that. Yeah, well, <laughs> and I think, you know, so many of us are proud of our country for being... Yes. The place where we can exercise have the freedom, possibilities, right? <laughs> yeah, that that we have freedom here to be uh, creative and come up with solutions, and we aren't limited. And build our by, own empires, and... right? We're not limited by policies. Mm-hmm. We're not supposed to be limited by policies that um, that say we have to believe a certain way or we have to live a certain way. We're supposed to have freedom here, mm-hmm. and. Um, so even though people disagree with me, I get to celebrate that they get to disagree with me. Mm-hmm. We have those rights here, and those rights are sacred. Um, There's plenty of places where we don't have that right, right, to celebrate the way that we believe. It, there's so many places where it's, the, you know, that it's very dictatorship, and it's my way or the highway. or. And I believe that no matter who dictates anything, whoever dictates what, uh, we still have that sacred right no matter what. Nobody can take that from us. Um, They can make life really difficult um, trying to uh, suppress. And I'm not saying that that suppression isn't also in America. Yeah. Um, Agreed. um, But I do believe it's what we decide it's going to be as a collective, right? Those are sacred rights to us and for us. And uh, so we we get to stand up for those things. So I get to celebrate um, that you get to disagree with me. That is your sacred right to disagree with me in any any topic. Um, And I don't get to say that you're bad and wrong for disagreeing with me. Um, I think that we've lost sight of how valuable that is. Because when we lose um, the ability to disagree, that's not a world that I want to live in. I don't want to live in a world where everyone is dictated and coerced to believe one thing one way. Mm. That's why I like her. (laughs) I want us to be able to come to our own genuine conclusions. Mm. Who wants to live in a world that's fake and that we have to manufacture our beliefs and feelings according to what somebody else thinks? Mm -hmm. That's not how I want to live. That's not how I want you to live. I don't want you to just comply with whatever I think is the right way. I want you to truly, genuinely be authentic. And and I want us to both come to the table with vulnerable hearts. That's why we have these conversations. Mm -hmm. To make it open and and available. And safe. And safe. Yeah. That's how we grow. That's how we learn. That's how we come become the best versions of ourselves too. And I'm not seeing a lot of safe conversations out there right mm-hmm. now. And safe conversations are really, really important. 
um, that honors the, the sacred rights that we have to disagree is when we, we come together and I can say, I may not agree with you and I may deeply disagree with you, but I still celebrate your ability to be authentic with mm -hmm. me. Um, it's so freeing. Mm -hmm. It's so freeing to feel safe to say, say what you need to or explore or be curious because there are situations where where you I have felt that I couldn't even feel safe to be curious yeah yeah and that's actually where I set my boundaries so um Facebook has been very interesting this year <laughs> um you know I've seen a lot a lot of these posts we all have seen the posts you know I won't be friends with you if you believe in such and such political character um and or if I, you believe this. Or. Yeah, yeah. And I have many friends on both sides of the political aisle. Um, and for me, the boundary is not who you believe in. It's how you disagree. If you come to the table with name calling and degrading comments and accusations, that's not going to be in my space. But um, I fully, wholeheartedly respect your ability to disagree. Hi, Abby. I'm so glad that you're here this morning. A lot of people are so defensive. I'm loving this video. I love you so glad much, Abby, here. and I'm glad you're here. Um, yeah, people are super defensive right now. Um, and I understand why there's defensiveness because it's been super unsafe to disagree. But if we can drop the offensiveness and the defensiveness, you know, I think we could really come to some real solutions, but that's going to require a lot of bravery and courage from us individually. Um, and, and I truly believe that our leaders that we, we watch acting like children are simply reflections of us. And we've been behaving like children to each other. We have been behaving horridly. And we have not created safe uh, environments for conversation. Um, we have not created a safe place for vulnerability. And we all get to take ownership for that. We all get to take ownership for creating a sacred and safe space to hear each other and to get curious about why and curious about each other's wounds mm -hmm. because we all have them. We're all afraid of somebody taking away our rights or we're afraid of somebody hurting us or we're afraid of being vulnerable. And when we can truly hear that in each other, I think that we can truly come to some agreements and some resolution. When we get so caught up in our own ideology, it can really run away with our like whole sanity. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like it can really, can really make us crazy. And um, the last thing that I want to see is for somebody who sees themselves as a justice warrior that's standing up for the truth to dehumanize someone else and become so capable of violence that they go down in history as the aggressors. How ironic is that? How ironic is it that the people who say that they're fighting for peace and for justice are the very ones who are becoming malicious and violent? Um, so we all get to keep ourselves in check. I don't want my legacy to check. look like that. No. <laughs> no. Um, the priority, you know, when our values become so skewed that we see someone else as the enemy, you know, we get big problems, really big problems. And this isn't the first time in history this has happened. You know, lots of people that have done some really horrendous things thought that they were in the right. Mm-hmm.
they thought that they were helping and they were perpetuating hatred and violence. So let's not repeat that. History's full of that. Let's let's change history. Yeah, have we learned this enough times? <laughs> Only we can answer that, right? Have we learned this enough times? We have a lot of violence in the world right now. We have a lot of violence overseas, not you know, not, not just in America. Mm-hmm. We've got some deep unrest here. And um, America has been really lucky to not have war on our soil since the Civil War. Right? We haven't we don't have to deal with um, the wars that a lot of the world has had to deal with and a lot of the violence. We we've been exempt. I don't want to see us have to experience those things um, in order to learn the lesson that we need to learn. But we will. We will if we aren't willing to learn it now and we aren't willing to peacefully resolve our conflicts. That violence will come. And it will come with some really heavy lessons. And uh, I don't think either of us want to see that. No. You know, we're peacekeepers. We are peacekeepers. Um, I've been really... It's been sacred to me to not have sides. That's been um, uh, a deep value of mine over this year that became more and more clear. I don't want to have sides. I want to see humanity for what it is. Uh, We're not enemies. We are not enemies. We want the same things. We're better together. And choices like red and blue are illusions. Mm Mm-hmm. They are not true. They're false choices. They're false choices. So I just got on a soapbox. That was awesome. (laughs) Yeah. That's what it's about. (laughs) Braveheart conversation soapbox. (laughs) I love it. I love it. Um, I like that there's, there's, there's just, there's always choices. If we leave you with anything, there's just always a possibility and just, to honor each other and to hear each other because truly that's we're in this together mm-hmm. yeah and I'm also feeling a lot of subtle energy around politics like yeah I have to choose xyz because I can't have the alternative and that is subtle energy and um I'm not available for settling settling helps no I'm one. not it serves no one mm-hmm. um make your choices um based on what you truly believe, not on what you don't believe. Um, I really believe that all of the compromise that we've done in this country um, has gotten us to where we are. For years and years and years, we continue to make choices that are out of fear. They're out of fear and not out of inspiration, not out of what we truly want, not out of our desires, but the things that we are afraid of happening and I really believe that what you focus on, you get more of. And we've been focusing on a lot of fears lately. So how can we focus more on love and more on what we want? What we want to see. Exactly. Yeah. And create from that. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of unrest right now. This whole year has been a lot of unrest. Um, and it's the winter, right? It's the winter. So what seeds can you plant for next year? Mm-hmm. What are some things and possibilities and things that you can see, seeds you can plant now mm-hmm. that will come to fruition? Sometimes you need that. We've talked about this lots of times on this program is, is that these are seasons and cycles 
2020 and all the events aren't going to be forever. So yeah. what's next? What's next for you? Yeah, and with transition, like we've experienced this year, there's always a good side to that. You know, it's scary. It's so fucking scary. But it is also a fresh start. With transition comes this, like, clearing, right? Um, the universe it's like weeding. Just, yeah, I mean, <laughs> we just got plowed. <laughs> like, a lot We're going to grow a whole new crop. <laughs> got, got moved out of the way. Um, which is also something to celebrate. It's scary because we don't know what's coming next and we don't know what's going to fill that blank canvas. But we had a lot of shit that needed to go anyway, and we still do. <laughs> and there's a lot of choices what can come next. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's always some of that uncertainty in the winter season. Um, it's brutal. It's hard. Um, and it's uncertain. We don't know how we're going to make it through and we don't know what's going to be rebuilt. So, um, we're all sitting in that together and let's not devour each other, um, because of our own fear. Cause we all have the same fear. Nobody wants to see things go to shit. Mm -mm. We all want the same thing. We all want to live peaceful lives. I, I don't know anyone that's like, yeah, bring on a war. Mm-mm. I don't know anyone that's not saying, oh, I just wish things could go back to normal. People deeply want to live happy, free lives where they're friendly to each other and they're experiencing love for e from each other. So lean into what you want. Lean into what the common ground is because it's always there. It's always there. Always. Well, another lovely session. Yeah. Yeah, thank you so much thank for joining you. us today. And um, I'd love to hear your thoughts on unity and how we can move through conflict in um, a healthier way, in a better way, in a constructive way, in a way that we can find solutions instead of just tearing each other down. That's what I want to bring into yes, 2021. let's do it. <laughs> I want to bring constructive conflict into 2021. That means more honesty and it means um, that we're being honest and vulnerable. And some letting go. With safety. Mm -hmm. We're protecting each other's ability to disagree. Mm -hmm. So thank you for joining us this week. We're going to go ahead and wrap up. If you have any questions or comments for us, please feel free to reach out. You can reach us individually. Uh, my email is defytheaverage at gmail.com. And Marie? Marie at mariesgold.com. You can also join us in our Facebook group, Love Braveheart you. Conversations. Uh, you can start discussions there, um, watch any of our previous content, and uh, we look forward to hearing from you. With that, I hope you all have a fabulous week, yes. and we will see you next Thursday. Goodbye. Bye-bye, guys. Love you guys. Love you.